0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I am still in Costa Rica, so I'm recording this once again um, from my beautiful hotel in Costa Rica. Who knows how long I'm gonna be here? Every week the answer is different, but I'm kind of just really, going with the flow and I feel like I'm in this kind of state of extreme surrender where I have no idea what my plan is, what I'm doing. Am I staying in Costa Rica? Am I going back to North Carolina? Am I going somewhere else? I don't know, Um, but for right now, I'm really, really happy, really content, surrounded by so many incredible, beautiful, supportive women and men and just people. It's just such a beautiful community here and um, it feels really aligned at the moment. I didn't know it was going to, but it really does. So here I am once again in Costa Rica, and I actually am gonna talk with you guys a little bit about um, a couple topics that have been coming up a lot recently Um, in both of my academies. I've had women asking this question, so I thought I would address it on the podcast because I'm sure that there are a lot of you who are dealing with this as well, and that is dealing with negativity, and coming out of the spiritual closet and these topics kind of go together and they're one in the same and when I say coming out of the spiritual closet what I mean by that is um, sharing with your friends or family or on your social media uh, whatever you're learning about or about your spiritual awakening or manifestation or spiritual concepts that have become interesting or central to your life and I know that it can be really difficult to kind of show up in that way, which is why I call it coming out of the spiritual closet. Because when you start to become a new version of you, the people who love you the most, they know a different version of you. And so we tend to put pressure on ourselves to stay in that version of us, to stay in that identity, because we create this story that love is conditional and they loved me as that version of me. So how do I know they're going to love me as this version of me when that's who they're expecting to see every single day. And so we suddenly become afraid that we're gonna lose love if we show up as this new version of us that feels more aligned to who we are right now. And we're worried of being judged, we're worried of uh, feeling shameful, we're worried of being embarrassed, we're worried about looking silly, we're worried about all of these things and it's all because we're afraid of losing love, right? Our inner child is afraid of losing love. We don't believe truly on that subconscious level that love is unconditional. And so what happens is it ends in a lot of us making ourselves smaller and showing up as, you know, not our fully expressed selves. When we make ourselves smaller to try to receive love or to appease someone else, it's not serving anyone. It's not serving them and it's not serving you. Because what serves the world, the highest good of the entire world, is you showing up as the highest version of you, as your most aligned self in this moment. And your most aligned self in this moment, what feels authentic to you right now, might be different than what felt authentic 10 minutes ago, or one day ago, or 10 years ago. And I think in this society that we live in, it's there's all of this pressure to pick an identity, to pick who we are. Like, this is who I am. This is my favorite color. These are my hobbies this is the kind of clothing that I wear, this is how I talk, these are my belief systems. And we pick an identity and we stick with it and we're like, this is me. And then if we suddenly feel like we wanna do something outside of the identity that we've chosen for ourselves, it, we say it's quote unquote, inauthentic. Oh, this isn't me, this isn't who I am. And we're afraid that we won't be loved for that version of us. But the reality is, you are more than just one identity. You're a multi-dimensional human being. You're this eternal soul who is incarnated into a human body, this avatar, for a very short period of time. And the way you choose to express yourself through this human avatar, this human avatar who is not you, it is simply the vessel for your expression as an eternal soul. The way you choose to express yourself through this vessel, through this human avatar, says nothing about your value or your worth or your ability to be loved your ability to be loved has nothing to do with your human avatar or the way you choose to express yourself through it it has to do with your soul who you actually are on a soul level approval from others will come and go but love is unconditional when you're open to receiving it and when you also come to realize that others judging you are not approving you doesn't mean that love was taken away. It means that their own subconscious insecurities were triggered. And when our subconscious belief systems or insecurities are triggered, for a lot of us who haven't done inner work, we tend to lash out because it's easier to lash out and create pain for others than to feel their own pain. When an insecurity within you or someone is triggered, it's really painful. And for a lot of people, the go-to is, I'm gonna create pain for others because I don't wanna feel my own pain. And if I create pain for them by judging them, shaming them, lashing out at them, spewing negativity at them, I can momentarily numb my own pain. And at the same time, human beings like connection. And for those of us who are in a lot of pain, the only way we know how to connect is to create the same amount of pain for someone else. Okay, so let's just dive into this concept of dealing with negativity before I get into coming out of the spiritual closet. For those of you who are like, yes, that's me. I feel so connected with these spiritual concepts, but I just can't share them. I can't step into that version of me. Um, I'm going to talk about that because that was my journey as well. A few years ago, I was freaking terrified. But first, let's talk about negativity because that seems to be where um, my mind wants to go right now. So the first thing about negativity is how people treat you is in direct proportion to or a direct reflection of their relationship with themselves. It has nothing to do with your value. And when you separate your value from the way people treat you, You are free. You're truly, truly free. And this starts with having the conscious awareness that the way someone treats you, what they say to you, their lack of appreciation for you has nothing to do with your innate value. And the reason negativity can be so difficult to deal with because, you know, We all have these little inner children inside of us. I've talked about this before. If you're an active listener on my podcast, you probably heard me talk about your inner child. So when you're a child, you're three, four, five years old, however old, and someone bullies you, says something mean is negative. When you're a kid, you automatically assume that that means I am not loved. Love is being taken away from me right now. Maybe for parents yelled at you or said something mean to you and you felt unloved in that moment. And so as a kid, your, your inner child, your child version of you learned that I lose love when I receive negativity or bullying. And so as adults, a lot of us become terrified of receiving judgment or negativity because as a kid, it was so traumatic for us. We literally thought that we were losing love And so many of us grow up to become people pleasers and will do anything to avoid negativity or judgment or embarrassment because to our inner children, right, if we were to check up on them in that moment when you're receiving negativity or you're people pleasing to avoid receiving negativity, if you were to check in on your inner child, say, Hey, how you doing? Imagine your five year old self. They're probably cowering in fear or crying so scared that they're not going to receive love and willing to do anything to make sure that they feel lovable and so to rewire these patterns and to show ourselves that love is unconditional what we have to do is show up in the face of negativity or step away from our people pleasing pattern take the action that might encourage or we know we will be receiving judgment or negativity afterward we take that action anyway if it's fully aligned for us whether it's Coming out of the spiritual closet or anything else we take the action anyway and in the moments when we feel the most unloved if the judgment comes or the embarrassment comes this is an opportunity to reparent our inner child and say hey imagine your five-year-old self you say hey i know you're feeling really unlovable right now and i know that you learned as a kid that love was taken away when you weren't people pleasing or when you received judgment but i'm here to tell you that i love you unconditionally and love is still here for you, even in the moments when it seems like it's being taken away. That is just an illusion. I love you. How can I show you that I fully love you, right? Connect with your inner child. This is how we heal these patterns because negativity becomes a lot less scary. Judgment becomes a lot less scary. Like I said, when you no longer attach your value to the way other people perceive you, and that starts with showing your inner child, showing yourself, that they are worthy of unconditional love regardless of external circumstances, and you do that by giving yourself unconditional love regardless of circumstance, which means that in the moments when we receive negativity or judgment, it's actually a massive opportunity to have some rewiring, to have some really deep healing that can't otherwise happen outside of these scenarios. So we don't want to go our whole life avoiding receiving judgment or negativity. We would never grow. It's oftentimes the most painful moments that are the opportunities for the most growth that leads to all of the abundance and joy and love that you're looking for so if you're living your life trying to avoid pain or trying to avoid negativity or judgment you're also actively avoiding everything you've ever wanted and asked for just remember that people can only meet you at the depth that they've already met themselves so if you're showing up at this new depth Let's say, I'll use the example of spiritual, coming out of the spiritual closet, you're showing up and you're sharing about these incredible, the inner work you've been doing and the healing you've been having or the manifestation practices you're really excited about and you're talking to someone who hasn't met themselves there yet, who maybe is still judging themselves for that subconscious desire within them or they haven't been ready to meet themselves at that depth of inner healing yet. They're too scared on a subconscious level that's going to trigger them. They're not going to be able to meet you there. And maybe they're able to listen to you or maybe they're going to make fun of you or say oh that's so weird, that's silly, like why would that's why would you do that? I've had people respond to me like that in the past. When you receive that response, just know they're responding to you in a way that they've already met themselves. Whatever they're saying to you in response to what you're saying to them is them talking to themselves. What happens is they're seeing in you a reflection of a part of them that is not fully expressed yet, that they don't feel worthy of on a subconscious level of stepping into. And so that triggers the panic, the fear response, the defense mechanisms. The easy way out is to put up defense mechanisms and respond sarcastically or negatively because that pushes away the potential of having to actually face that part of themselves that's scary for them to face. So their response to you has nothing to do with you and your value and the worthiness of what you are saying and everything to do with where they have or have not already met themselves. So. The way that they react to you has nothing to do with you or your worth or your value. However, your emotional response to their reaction to you does have to do with you. So their response isn't your problem, none of your business, nothing to do with you. The way you feel because of their response has everything to do with you and is your business and is your responsibility. So here's the thing. If you feel sad or embarrassed or shameful when someone is negative toward you or makes fun of you or is sarcastic about something that's really important to you and it brings up these heavy emotions, the universe tends to give us opportunities to feel emotions that we refuse to feel over and over and over. So if you've repressed an emotion such as shame or embarrassment or guilt or whatever it might be, let's say you had an experience when you were young and the emotion was too painful so you pushed it away We repressed it, we use other activities to avoid feeling our emotions. We turn to alcohol, we turn to Netflix, we turn to our phones, we get lost in the scroll hole instead of feeling our emotions. Everyone has something different they use to avoid feeling emotions. So you've repressed this emotion your whole life. And here's the thing, emotions are energy in motion. These deep emotions that we tend to label as negative, even though they're actually neutral, we tend to label them as negative, we push them down. And then this energy gets stagnant in our body and represses and holds down our vibration and so then we ask the universe like hey universe i want to manifest all this love and abundance and the universe is like great that's yours you're worthy of it but first we got to release all of this repressed emotion so that we can raise your vibration to become a match for everything you're asking for The universe then continues to send you circumstances, people and situations which will evoke this emotion in you until you allow yourself to actually be present with the emotion, acknowledge the emotion, feel the emotion, allow the emotion to be there. So if you're in a situation where some negativity or judgment is making you feel a certain way, we shift the pattern by responding differently this time. Instead of trying to feel happy right away or Um, turning to something to um, avoid feeling what we're feeling. Can you allow the emotion to be there? Say, hey, embarrassment is present right now. Shame is present right now. And you know what? That's okay. Because most suffering comes from avoiding our emotions, not from the emotion itself. Shame, embarrassment, it's not that bad if you allow it to be there. It's our resistance to feeling the shame or embarrassment that makes it so painful. And on the other side of feeling that emotion is everything you've wanted. You can only go as high as you go low. Then negativity and judgment, can you find the lesson? Can you find the healing? Can you allow space for your emotions to be present? And something else I'd like to do, I think I've talked about this before, is when I'm receiving negativity, I look at it as a subconscious part of me outside of my body speaking to me. If you're always receiving negativity about the same thing, ask yourself, In what way is this a reflection of a part of me that I've been avoiding, ignoring, or repressing, or refusing to acknowledge? You know, for example, I used to get so triggered when people, when adults would, uh, adults, I am an adult. This is prime example. I don't know if anyone else is like this, total side tangent, but I'm 27 years old and I still don't think of myself as an adult. I'm like, when adults say this to me, um, I still feel like I'm a child. Like, is there an age where you finally feel like an adult? Because I don't know if I'll ever reach that age. I still feel like a child. But anyways, back to what I was saying. I used to get really triggered when um, quote unquote adults or um, you know, parents, family, friends, family would ask me when I'm gonna get married, when I'm gonna have kids, are you dating anyone, blah, 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 and I would get fired up. And I was like, why is this making me so pissed off? I just had so much anger inside of me every time that happened. And what I realized was a part of me didn't feel worthy unless I had a partner. Part of me didn't feel worthy because I wasn't married and I didn't have kids and I wasn't dating anyone seriously. And I had to really dive into that part of myself that that didn't feel worthy without that. And that's for a whole nother episode, the healing process there. But when I continued to attract this pattern over and over, people asking me that question and me being so annoyed, um, I was forced to look inward because So many people just expect patterns in their lives to change without looking inside of them. And the thing is, your external reality is a reflection of your internal reality. If you wanna change anything, you gotta change what's going on inside of you. And so if I wanted that pattern to end where I felt so full of shame and anger, uh, when people asked me that, I had to go within. And not only do I no longer feel that, but I no longer get that question. <laughs> um, you know, because it was the universe sending me the same scenario over and over until I was willing to, number one, feel the emotion, feel the shame, feel the anger, and number two, heal the part of me that didn't feel worthy without the partner, the husband, the family, the white picket fence, et cetera. And here's the other side of this, of dealing with negativity, is that it's also an opportunity to set boundaries. Doing all of this inner work and understanding the reflection and like realizing it's a lesson, blah, 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 blah. That's great, but it's not an excuse to bypass setting boundaries. No more toxic people get to have access to you and your energy. Friends who are more negative than positive, more negative than supportive, they get the cut. When you keep someone in your inner circle who is constantly negative toward you, uh, you're basically showing the universe that, yeah, you know what, I'm okay with this. You're literally energetically saying, yep, I am good with all of this negativity. Give me more of this, please. And you will attract more scenarios at that same vibrational place. And at the same time, those kinds of people feed off of energy. People who are negative all the time, they're typically doing it to avoid feeling their own pain. They wanna project it on you as well. And it doesn't mean that we can't love them unconditionally. It doesn't mean we can't be there for them, but it does mean that they don't get to suck our energy. They don't get to feed off of our energy anymore. They don't get to be a part of the inner circle. They don't get to have a majority of our time. This might mean setting verbal boundaries with people. It might mean just simply taking a step back. I did this two years ago when I started my journey. I took a step back from a lot of quote-unquote friends who were extremely toxic and negative in my life. And it doesn't mean they're gonna be gone forever. I had a lot of the friends actually completely changed their mindsets and their lives and come back and we had even deeper relationships later on. But it's not your job to handle the happiness or feelings of those around you. Cause it can be scary to take a step back from toxic relationships. But it's your job to align with the highest version of you knowing that when you do this, it is in the best interest for everyone in the long run failing to set boundaries with someone who is toxic or negative in your life is also showing them that this is okay that number one i'm okay with being treated like this and number two it is okay with for you to treat others like this we're sending them the wrong lesson we're sending ourselves and our inner child the wrong lesson we're sending the universe the wrong vibration and we're opening ourselves up for more of what we don't want it is the actions that are the most difficult to make that lead to the greatest breakthroughs down the line So ask yourself right now, where do I need to set more boundaries in my life? Where do I need to put myself first more? Where do I need to say no more? What relationships do I need to take a step back from? I know so many of you want to manifest these soul friendships and you can, but in order to do that, sometimes you have to make space first manifestations oftentimes don't have room to show up if we're not making space for them if all of your energetic capacity for relationships is being used and drained by toxic relationships you don't have the energetic space to actually receive the kinds of relationships that you're asking for and looking for i'm like laughing at myself right now because this is what i needed to hear and oftentimes in these podcasts or when I'm coaching, it's like I always share oftentimes what I need or what I used to need. And in this moment, I'm like giving advice and speaking directly to my soul. Like, thank you, universe, for channeling through me the exact information that I needed, needed right now. I needed that little kick in the butt um, because that's the truth. Whether it's romantic or friendship or any other kind of relationship, if you want to attract something incredible, you have to let go of what's not incredible. You know, it's like... Sometimes things are good, but you have to be willing to let go of good for great. And you have to be willing to let go of great for magical, unbelievable, incredible. You have to make space for what you're asking for. And that oftentimes means letting go of something that feels really comfortable right now. But you know, we're not here for comfortable. We're not here for mediocre. We're not here for just okay. We're here for magical, freaking incredible, unbelievable love relationships, friendships, people, circumstances. And that doesn't happen without uncomfortable action. That doesn't happen without setting boundaries. That doesn't happen without deciding this is my standard for relationships and people in my life. And anything lower than this doesn't get my time and my energy because I'm not available for that vibration anymore but that is the conscious choice that you have to make. And when you do make that conscious choice, you'll notice that negativity tends to fall away in all areas of life, not just in your friendships or relationships. So so now to speak more directly to coming out of the spiritual closet, um, just to share a little bit of my story, A couple years ago, I was terrified of doing that. A lot of you might know my Instagram used to be called Powered by Pineapple, instead of Pursuit of Bliss, and it was actually a food Instagram. I posted, it used to be plant-based, vegan, and I posted recipes and fitness tips and things like that, and never anything spiritual. So when I actually started this podcast, the first five episodes I recorded were about body image and plant-based eating and working out and fitness. I never published any of them because they didn't feel aligned and publishing episodes on manifestation was extremely terrifying for me sharing about manifestation on my instagram publicly was extremely terrifying for me Um, allowing family and friends to listen to my podcast was oh my gosh i felt like puking it was that was the most difficult part was having family and friends who already knew the old version of me listened to me talking about spirituality and manifestation it was extremely triggering i felt like puking i felt so nervous and uncomfortable and you know some of them didn't get it i had friends who literally walked away because they were like this is weird uh, i had family and friends literally make fun of me and laugh at me but what also happened was i filtered out the people who weren't a vibrational match and couldn't maintain the vibration that i had risen to they They hadn't met themselves at that depth and so they couldn't meet me at that depth. And you know what, that's okay. It doesn't mean that there wasn't still love there. It just means that I got to filter out the people who weren't a match for who I was becoming at that time. And at the same time, I began to attract these incredible friends who loved what I was doing and were into it themselves. And I I cultivated incredible friendships that I would have never attracted into my reality if I didn't show up and say, you know what, I'm terrified, but I'm doing this anyway. I'm showing the world who I am, and I'm okay with being rejected, and I'm okay with being made fun of, and I'm okay with people not getting it because I need to do this for me. What I'm not okay with is me not being my fully expressed self. But if you're putting on a facade to people please, or to continue to try to be who these people expect you to be, you'll only continue to attract surface level relationships. And I can bet that none of you want surface level relationships. But when you show up with this mask on and you become who they think you should be, that is what you will attract. You will only be able to connect on that surface level. And if you want unconditional love, if you want to feel unconditionally loved and accepted for who you really are on this deep internal level, you need to show up as who you truly are. As who you feel you are in this moment. And the truth is you must be okay with feeling rejected. And understand that if you feel rejected or shamed or embarrassed by any feedback that you get, that's an opportunity for deeper healing. And all of the love you're looking for is on the other side of that. Because, yeah, people aren't going to get it. There will be people who don't get it, and that's okay. There will be people who are triggered by your fully expressed self, and it's simply because they don't feel worthy on a subconscious level of stepping into their fully expressed self and they see in you a reflection of their full expression that they don't feel worthy of, and that is hard, that is triggering, that is scary. But you get to show up anyway, because I believe that you not showing up as your fully expressed self is selfish, because there is someone out there who's afraid to step into who they truly are. And if they would step into who they truly are, they would change the world, in the same way that you're gonna change the world and create massive ripple effects by stepping into who you truly are. And you stepping into your fully expressed, authentic self, self, you leaving the spiritual closet is gonna give them permission to do the same. They're gonna see you and be like, wow, she's doing it, I can do it too. So you not showing up, not stepping out of the spiritual closet, it's not just about you. It's about the people who need to see you doing that. It's about the example that you need to set. And sorry guys, I don't know if you can hear, there's like sound going on behind me. We had like a huge windstorm in Costa Rica last night and like part of the building I'm staying in like fell off and they're fixing it right now. So there's a little bit of construction. So I apologize if you can hear that, but doing the best I can while being in Costa Rica to still put out this content for you guys. Um, But you know, that is really all I have for you. I think that's all I wanna say. Um, I hope that this resonated with you. I hope it helped you. Uh, and I'm sending you all so much love. I hope that you go out there into the world and set some boundaries this week. I wanna hear about it, share with you, sorry, share with me what resonated with you most. Um, I love for you guys to share it on Instagram. I love when you repost it on your stories and tag me. If it did resonate with you, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a review on iTunes. I read them and they make me cry. <laughs> I love it when you guys do that. And if you do choose to do that, take a screenshot and send it to support at to and you receive a little gift from me directly to your inbox. And um, you know, I am hosting a live free manifestation training this week. So if you haven't been to one yet, they're so transformational and incredible. I love doing them. Uh, I do a live Q&A at the end. I'll answer all of your manifestation questions, and I'm going to be giving you manifestation secrets I don't share anywhere else. So make sure you get your butt there. It's completely free. Make sure you're there live. Uh, The link is in the show notes to register for that training. And um, I will see you all next week. Love you all so, 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 so much.